0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the podcast all about comic book movie adaptions. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Ben Chapman. Hello! I had to. I have to pretend like we're friends, so I gotta get on this podcast so I can tell people I have
1: one friend. Yes, uh, they understand that our relationship is entirely fictional. And
0: yeah, it's, it's contractually obligated.
1: Yeah, we script out the banter before an episode starts to make sure we sound as naturally as uh, friendly as possible. Yeah, yeah, can't stand each other.
0: It's real awkward. It says here, laugh
1: at his joke. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I do buddy. have to. I do have to remind him of that because otherwise, this would be one doll episode. Uh, we're off. We're hot off the heels of our Hellboy episode, huh? Get it? Pun intended. I do get it. Do not laugh at that joke. I refuse. Uh, I heard some good comments uh, at the Ohio Toy and Comic Show. I was at. Some people listened to it. I was it was pointed out to me that my reference for someone being prison shivved was to say uh, they must have been watching Orange is the New Black because I couldn't think of the show Oz.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good correction. Not necessarily a correction, but a better reference to put in that yep. place. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, my friend Kenny brought it up, so that's good to know. <laughs> he, he managed to tell three or four people while we were at the show about it.
1: Really any other prison movie at, at all, actually. Literally anything. It would have probably been a better pick than that. Besides maybe the movie We Go to Prison, or whatever that's called, I think Orange is the New Black is the only light-hearted kind of prison show. Now, we did have uh, one correction
0: from our show last time, the Hellboy episode, which is, again, I pointed this out because our listeners are lazy. I'm really disappointed in you guys. I don't want to say, you know, no, I am disappointed. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, here's what we forgot to do. Uh, we forgot to list where Hellboy fell in the films that we've watched so far.
1: Come on, listeners. Haven't you figured out our mostly improvised structure yet? I know, it's ridiculous. So where would you put this on our list? That is a solid question. I hadn't considered that. I um, refer- Remind me of the list. Let's, uh, let's catch up. Where are we on the list? Where, where, where are we at so far?
0: Well, we've got Batman. Yep spider-man
1: not in order in which they came out wait no you're, you're is it the order of 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 enjoyment is this it was, was your, okay this
0: was your order of enjoyment okay We're all man, right you Spider-Man, recorded it X-Men. i
1: appreciate it all
0: right x-men yep shit and <laughs> versus predator yeah but we've done oh yeah right because hellboy was the fit yeah okay i'm good at this guys real <laughs> consummate professional it's, it's
1: almost as if we do this uh every week um I would say the new list update is going to be Batman, Spider-Man, Hellboy, uh, the, the rest. X- X-Men AVP. <laughs> yes, X-Men AVP. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I would, I would do the same except for my list was Spider-Man, Batman, Hellboy, X-Men AVP. I agree that Hellboy's right in the middle better than x-men and you know you'd have to try hard to be worse than avp
1: you probably heard me falter there in the middle and i think that was considering spider-man versus hellboy and honestly it's a close one for me so far um because i help i felt hellboy hugged the comic a little closer than spider-man did but i felt that spider-man nabbed the characters like uh persona better than hellboy did hellboy was like wisecracky you know and actiony and it's uh, not really quite the nuance i expected from the characters so that was the one thing i think that would that would push it below spider-man but yeah list updated bam nailed it housekeeping taken care of exactly
0: now we said we were going to try to do another halloween-ish themed film (laughs) try Well, you know, you never know with us. We may just crap out <laughs> midway through and do the Archie movie instead. <laughs> uh, so we went we went out and we tried to pick uh, a Halloween film. And we decided, uh, as Ben said, we've kind of been stuck in the, the sort of the, let's call it the modern era. So we wanted to go something a little older. This film is a cult classic for some people. Uh, it's probably known in wider circles because of the, the tragic death of the main star during the filming of the of this film spoiler alert that's right so i'm sure anybody who's you know loosely affiliated with comic book films knows of course we're talking about the crow and we're gonna go ahead and drop the trailer in right now so if you'd like to take a listen go ahead
1: devil's night is upon us again so we throw a little party start a bunch of fires
0: I got a goddamn vigilante killer knocking off scumbags left and right
1: huh. uh, the... oh you directly out of your fucking mind is that gasoline I smell? I got trouble one of my crew got himself perished oh. He stuck his blades in all his major organs in alphabetical order. The
0: governor of Tintin. He was already dead. He died a year ago, the moment he touched me. They're all dead. They just don't know it yet. He winked at
1: me before he jumped out a fourth floor window like he had wings. Are you some kind of ghost? The crow is his link between the land of the living and the realm of the For the
0: night. All right, that's good. So there we go.
1: <laughs> I'm so pumped to watch this movie. I, I, I gotta be honest, uh, I, I'm, uh, my familiar, familiarity only comes from pop culture references to the crow and some scattered reading of the source material. I've actually never seen the movie. So Uh, yeah, this
0: is going to be weird because I have only seen like, if I had to guess a total of 15 to 20 minutes of the film, not in sequential order, I've never actually seen the whole film either. So this is going to be the first one that neither one of us has actually watched all the way through. So it should be interesting. And I have no knowledge of the source material.
1: I, I, I've read some stuff in... I, I can't remember where. I think I just uh, picked up some really old... Oh, I know. My comic book shop has uh, an archived vintage section and I always dig through it when I don't find enough um, of new stuff every week. So I'll, I'll, I'll dig out some old, like, like, like dollar comic and, and bring it home. It's where I found all my old Red Wolves, the Native American superhero that I'm excited that they're bringing back.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Now, here's my question. You just said, if I don't have enough, so did you have, like, a set amount of money you feel you need to spend every week on <laughs> comic books?
1: I Well, well currently, actually, I, I've not uh, read anything in a while. I've been really off my game, but when I was buying comics uh, on a weekly basis... You know, I had a pretty limited selection. It was probably maybe about 10 comics, maybe tops. So sometimes I'd come in and it only, like, you know... A lot of them were, like, uh, especially from authors and, and, and artists that are really bad at releasing shit on a regular schedule. Yeah. So I'd end up coming in and buying, like, a comic or two. And I'd be like, well, I want to go sit and read these. I need something more than just this. So I'd go dig through the archives and dig up some old shit, some some classic Spider-Man, some some other stuff I've never heard of or haven't read in a while, and The Crow was one thing I dug up about three or four issues of that were like (laughs) like 40 cents or something in the back of a comic book (laughs) shop.
0: Nice. I was just thinking, I think the only stuff I get in my file anymore on a regular basis is all the Hellboy comics and their spinoffs, and uh, Ed Brubaker's Velvet. I think that's like all I read anymore because I quit reading Captain America, so... You know, just a little side note, as we talk about <laughs> things no one gives a shit about.
1: <laughs> well, I, I plan to reread what I can of The Crow before we do the episode. I felt that was really helpful with Hellboy um, in being more loyal to the material. So, I'm excited to read The Crow, I'm excited to watch The Crow, and I'm excited to bring on a special guest. Oh, uh,
0: the ladies and gentlemen, the special guest, is it the ghost of Brandon Lee?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> Don't, what? What could I possibly say after that? That's going to beat that. That's not fair.
0: <laughs> it's it's in the Halloween theme. I thought maybe you would become a necromancer. Yes,
1: uh, I, we're going to conduct a séance for the for the. Uh, no. I don't know what you do in Chicago. Uh, I have a friend that I have tangentially invited to be on my podcast. I'm excited about it. Uh, uh, he he is a knowledgeable pop culture maniac. I think he's going to be really interesting, and I'm going to save saying his name out loud because i am not convinced that he'll be able to be here or not so wow it, we'll leave it as an interesting mystery so if if uh, ben's guest ends up being his cat
0: then you'll know his real guest <laughs> didn't show up i don't know maybe i just have a high opinion of my fucking cat pokes that is true your cat is very knowledgeable it tries to weigh in occasionally on these shows <laughs>
1: it sure as fuck does
0: Uh, The best was in the last episode when you had to yell at your wife to
1: come get it, because it wouldn't stop meowing. How'd you know that?
0: Because you did it into the microphone. (laughs) Did I? I thought I muted it properly. No, no, you did not. Shit. Did you cut it out? Wait, you know what? You probably did, but I used your recording, so you probably muted me hearing it, but not you. Damn it! Yeah, I
1: cut it out. I didn't leave it in the show. That would be... (laughs) I'm a professional, Ben. This is some behind-the-scenes shit, guys. I have a fat fucking cat who yells at me when I'm in here recording a podcast because I'm a grown man.
0: (laughs) We were looking for stuff to say, and there hasn't been a lot going on in the news recently. So Ben, what's your idea for our topic this day?
1: So we are going to talk about movie trailers. We, we've brought up movie trailers in the past, uh, particularly around some of the films that have notoriously shitty trailers. Um, and it's a really interesting dynamic. It's an interesting art form to try and work it into a comic book movie trailer because they're particularly unique in that you have to introduce, you know, an origin story, get an understanding of who the character is, what his or her powers might be, if it is a superhero movie at all. You know, you've got a lot to work with. you got to reference the source material, but also be, you know, bring a, beeline, a flat foundation for uh, new, new watchers to understand what they're seeing. It's a tough art. And many of Hollywood studios get the fuck wrong. Like, bad, bad wrong. Like, terrible. Like, the worst. So we decided to uh, bring to the table some of our favorite and least favorite trailers that have come out for comic book movies. And uh, just take a short minute to tell you why they suck or don't suck. Yes, I agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know how to follow that up. Um, so why don't you start us off? Let's let's start with the good. Uh, what was your first trailer that you really liked? We both just picked a couple just for, for this episode, so...
1: Absolutely. Now, a couple of notes. This does not necessarily denote whether or not I liked the movie, because actually, in most cases, I did not <laughs> like the movie, or maybe I've liked the movie if it was a worse trailer. Uh, either way, it, it's just the way the trailer got across the message, and I think when I think of that concept, the one thing that sticks out right away as my fa- my favorite trailer... Is the Watchmen trailer to Zack Snyder's uh, Watchmen? Um, I don't like have a love affair with this movie. I don't quite know how to put it put it into words. I think we've talked about it before on random episodes. Particularly, we we've, 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 we've tread the ground thoroughly about how we how we sort of like and don't like certain things. <laughs> Just not over camp. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but I think the trailer this is, episode
0: is probably our most professional yet.
1: It, yeah. Let's let's just keep this rolling. I'm I'm gonna try and yell at my cat in the middle of this episode. <laughs> um, the, this trailer, it's fucking magic. First off, we're talking about Smashing Pumpkins in a trailer uh, uh, soundtrack. Not often Smashing Pumpkins really makes it into a trailer. Most trailer music is either from the film in a very obvious way, or it's just an orchestral piece of sort of. Like generic music, or it's like uh, if it was made in the 2000s, uh, let the bodies hit the floor. Um, yes, Which for every goddamn movie trailer, especially comic
0: movie trailers. Yes, as we discovered, it's disturbing how many films thought that was necessary to include.
1: <laughs> but the Watchmen trailer is sort of perfect in that my favorite thing about the film that I, I would later discover is how much they one to one shot it. Most of the scenes from the book—I mean, it's almost uh, a perfect visual recreation of the comic book itself—and they managed to put it together. And a trailer is perfect for that because you don't need to support it with a narrative yes. or long drawn scene. scenes. You can just show Doctor Manhattan walking through a field of Vietnamese soldiers and blowing them up with his fingers. You can just show, you know, uh, Rorschach like crouching on a rooftop. And, and plus, you you squeeze into that trailer the amazing performance of the actor who I cannot name because I forget his name, who plays Rorschach. Utter, utter amazing performance. One of the best parts of that film. Um, so that's so much good shit packed into a trailer. I, when this trailer came out, I watched it 80 times. I was so obsessed with it. And obviously I was ultimately not disappointed, but a little let down by the ultimate film. Um, but yeah, in general, this, this absolutely beats out best trailer in my mind. Right Yeah, away.
0: it's it's a great trailer. I went back and we, we were watching these before we started recording. And I got to agree, they do a great job of... One of the main problems you run into any trailer, regardless of if it's a comic book movie or a regular movie, a lot of times the trailers either show you all the best parts of the film and you, you're like, uh, you know, you can kind of tell the movie's not going to be any good. Or the worst is when they show you, like, the climax of the film. So you're like, I know what happens. I don't need to watch the movie. This, I thought, did a great job of just combining tons of the best visuals from that movie and and just you know linking them together in a way in which you're like i mean obviously you can know what's going to happen if you've read Watchmen, but if you've never watched if you've never read that comic it makes you be like oh i want to see this these characters all look like so like larger than life they all look interesting they all seem different and
1: unique and I think that's
0: where that trailer really succeeds.
1: And I think this is, and this is usually the case for me when a movie trailer has to rely about 80% on just explaining the story of the movie to you in the trailer, that's a bad movie. That movie's desperate. They they don't have anything, so they're just trying to like score that
0: or that movie knows that in the script they were like people aren't following this movie, so explain what happens in this movie in the trailer. <laughs> so
1: when people see yeah. the movie, they'll be like, I got the gist of what's going to happen. It's sort of like if you pitch something to someone and you can't shrink it down to a sentence you don't have it ready yet. You know what I mean? And a trailer is that pitch so if you can just give us visuals and music and set a tone and get people interested you know what you're doing. And if you have to sort of take two minutes to, like, plod through all the plot points, you don't know what you're doing. And that is what happens in most trailers. You can use that as a guiding light of whether or not the movie's going to be good. It's not totally fair, because the director doesn't necessarily always get to make the trailer. But, most of you know, so the time, yeah, they do not actually the do so it. They don't, so it's not totally fair. But most of the time, if the concept is tight enough, you don't need to, to like have someone basically narrating a wikipedia entry about the comic you yeah just... they don't need to be reading the uh <laughs> the imdb like tagline
0: synopsis or
1: it's like yeah. there's a man
0: you're like oh okay
1: i guess uh... you just explain to me what happens <laughs> and and this trailer does that it's mostly musical cues the the dialogue is relevant and it's got you know all the the great casting i mean whether or not you thought the actors were good at acting the visual casting is perfect and it's it's just it's just a fantastic trailer i think it's i think it's really a masterpiece um here's
0: the thing i saw that movie in theaters i watched it once when it came out on dvd i've had no interest really in going back and watching it again sure yeah just watched that trailer, I was like, I kind of want to watch Watchmen
1: now. Right? I just want to watch yeah. the, op- the opening, like, five minutes. Oh, yeah, I just want to watch it just so I can see the, that, the that's montage my part of over
0: uh, times are a-changing. Oh, oh, my God, so good. Anyhow. So good. All right, my first uh, good trailer would be... Uh, Mine are kind of cheats because they're all from the, the modern Marvel era, but my favorite, uh, one of my favorites, is the original Captain America, the first Ooh, Avenger trailer. Interesting. The reason I think it's great is... It sets up like the best parts of that film, which is they do a great job in this of like being like, here's a guy who just is very patriotic. He wants to do his part in the war. He's weak, you know, but he has his his most important trait is he's just a decent person. They combine all that, they cut through all the stuff, they use the dialogue from the film to almost like a narration, but there's no like set narration. They're just taking the bits and pieces of dialogue and laying them out in an order that's like you know you kind of explain who captain america is beforehand they don't go a ton into the plot of the movie so you know you, there's no like oh no the red skull has the tesseract and he's going you know it's just like right it's the plot of the you know here's like the basic concept of the film is this it's a world war ii film about this superhero and this is it and to me like just watching it again it made me want to go back and watch that movie which to me is that's the sign of a good trailer there's tons of trailers i watch where i'm like i don't care but that was like, I was like, oh man, it is such a good, and in that movie, I love the opening of that film. I think that's one of the better, like, well done origin stories in a in a comic book movie.
1: Yeah, and, so, and, and I recall that trailer, like, really paints that, like, 1940s aesthetic all over the place.
0: Yeah, it does a great job of just creating the whole look and the feel of the 40s, and they really set you up for it, and, you know, they got the whole draft board scene where he goes in, and. They bring up that he's tried to apply five different places, pretending to be a different person each time, and just hopes that he will—he won't be found four F. So it's—it's it's very cool.
1: Yeah, that, that like I, uh, in terms of superhero trailers, um, it's really hard to capture the hero. Sometimes you can tell a bad one when they just sort of like show them doing cartwheels and 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 giving out taglines. Um, you know that's going to be a shitty movie because clearly someone just looked at a picture of the character and then just went from there so when they when they work in stuff like you know pre captain america uh, steve rogers it's pretty like establishes that somebody knows what they're talking about
0: yeah you can definitely tell that that marvel i mean this was of course in the marvel when marvel had their rights back and they were really active you can tell they they cut the trailer prior. They had somebody who knew what they were doing cuz the bulk of the trailer is all pre him being Captain America. Yeah. I, I think the trailer is less than 2 minutes and I don't think they start showing him as Captain America until like the last like 30 seconds of the
1: trailer, which is a way to hype the transition of the of the character less than like hey, he has a shield and he runs into people yeah yeah
0: and it and like the way they do it is you, you don't get like the feeling where you're just like here's a grab bag of him using his powers so when you see the movie you'll understand basically what's gonna happen it's just like you know this is who he is this is why he becomes captain america and here he is punching a few people and throwing the shield
1: huh yeah 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 that's i hadn't really considered that that's actually a really good one
0: Alright, what's your what's your second good trailer?
1: So I took a step back for this one. I, I started trying to dig around because I like you, I was like, are all my favorite trailers gonna be like recent? So I dug around and man, older trailers are fucking rough, man. A lot of voiceover, a lot of narration, a lot of like you know, um, yeah, when
0: you go back and watch trailers from the 90s, like, I forgot how many trailers start with, like, in a time, Yeah, or, like, it, I'm just like, I forgot there was the, like, the voiceover guy. It they feels don't like anything. a joke,
1: and it's always like, yeah, one man. Like, it's, it's really, in fact, the old Dolph Lundgren Punisher trailer is is that way where it's just yes. someone being like, he fucking murders a million men. Have you seen a million men die? Well, you will now. Like <laughs> it's uh...
0: I wish that was the trailer. <laughs> There's yeah, someone... not even an image on the screen. It's just the, the guy is just like, have you ever wanted to see like everyone die? I mean, <laughs> everyone.
1: You know what's fucking sweet? Bullets going into people. Also, Dolph Lundgren, who's doing the shooting. Um, that's that, that's all that trailer is. That's not my favorite trailer, though. By the way, in case that <laughs> yeah, was clear. I was
0: gonna say if you go watch it, you'll see it's nobody's.
1: But 1978 Superman trailer. Uh, one of the earliest Superman superhero movies in general, certainly in the early era of that, of that of that of that that genre. I think it might be the first what you would call like modern.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, excited to do it it. I'm excited
1: to do it as a movie soon because this trailer is fucking cool I highly recommend looking it up obviously uh, uh, if you can listen to any part of it it's really fucking cool but the basic thing is you open on what seems almost like a short two minute film introducing you to the character of Superman it's not, it's no narration there's just dialogue from the movie I think and then it's shots of Krypton with all, I mean, of course, it's 70, so everyone's like wearing jumpsuits that are like in neon glow, and yeah, like everybody everything.
0: looks like they're like wearing a Chipotle burrito.
1: Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> in like yeah, that. everyone's wrapped in in fucking tinfoil with like the Superman or a symbol yeah, that ultimately... Very, I was like, oh, I'm geez. sorry, what becomes the Superman symbol? Yes. Um, yeah, and, and everything's made out of glass because there's some sort of weird fetish for spaceships made of glass in the 70s in in sci-fi I have no idea why but um there's all this like amazing like space like like, like shape work where like the explosion of Krypton is the same shape of like the weird spiky meteorite that they put uh uh, Superman like the baby Superman in and he's thrown to Earth and then it's it's uh, Mon Pa oh shoot there goes my nerd cred. Mom, yeah, mom, pa, Kent. There we go. Wow, that um, is
0: ridiculous. You forgot of all characters. I know it's
1: <laughs> it's my my memory in general is horrible. I don't remember my parents' birthdays. Don't take offense, Superman fans. Take offense, Ben's fans. Yeah, take offense, mom and dad. Sorry. Uh, uh, but and then, then then it's like this child standing up out of this capsule and and just this epic music and it cuts to him in his Fortress of Solitude and he takes off into space and then it's just like fucking Superman. It's so good. No cheesy, like, they don't reveal anything about what the plot might Well, they do reveal one thing, which is baby Clark Kent's
0: dick. I could not (laughs) believe when I watched this trailer. This kid is fuck naked, and it's just, like, full frontal. I was like, wow, the 70s really let you just go wherever you wanted." I guess. I
1: I, I know it sounds crazy, but I appreciate that they didn't try to, like, put on weird space pants or something strange just to get around that. I I thought it was cool that they went, like... Yeah, we bet you did, man all right (laughs) all (laughs) right uh but no in general i think what an what an incredibly interesting way to do a trailer just like give you almost like a short prologue to the character with without a bunch of like awkward clips just mashed together with some weird like voiceover about how he's superman it's it's like an actual like origin story packed into like a minute 40 i think it's kind of incredible
0: it's very short and like the last shot is basically just christopher reeves as superman they're flying into it. space, and then it has
1: a giant Superman logo, and the music reaches a peak, an orchestral peak, and you're just like, fuck yeah, I want to go watch Superman now. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting that a trailer
0: has, like, for a movie about Superman, has Superman in it for, like, two and a half seconds. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's kind of a cool trailer, though, because it does make you be like, oh, this could be, this could be cool. I like the idea. So, look it up. Do it right now. Well, not right now because you're listening to this podcast. Just yeah, write dude. all these recommendations yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Uh for my second, again this was another MCU film, uh The Original Iron Man trailer I thought was sort of this was the first Marvel you know cinema or however you want to put it. This is the first film Marvel made where they were the production company. And I thought this trailer like perfectly sets up the film. It's got the great like sort of comedy opening about him and I I don't know if they ever actually call it Iraq. I think it's just, like, generic Middle Eastern country.
1: Yeah, that was an era where, like, all video games and movies took place in generic Middle Eastern Middle Eastern Stan? Yeah, Middle Eastern Stan. Yeah, so it's Tony Stark in Middle Eastern Stan.
0: Oh, no, we're having trouble in terrorist country. Oh, that's (laughs) a weird name for a country. They really put it on Front Street. But I I love, like... (laughs) All that, they've got, like, you know, they show Tony Stark making jokes, they show him kidnapped, you know, and it played on the, the visuals that everybody has sort of sadly become accustomed to, you know, in that time frame of people being kidnapped and having bags put over their heads, and you know, all that sort of terrible thing that truly does happen. And it sets up the, you know, they, they don't really they show a lot of, like, the Iron Man suit in, like, glory shots, but not, like, the Iron Man suit. They show a lot of the middle suit that he's like kind of making and they don't really go a lot into the suit itself there's just a, like a couple of shots at the very end of the red and gold suit and I just think it's a great trailer because it really like again watching it I was like man I gotta go back and watch that movie because I forgot you know that, how much I like the opening of that film Plus, I guess I they're think... just like the beginning of the movie, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. also I really enjoy that I mean fans always find something to nitpick when a trailer comes out obviously but if I'm not mistaken, isn't this origin of, like, him building it in a cave accurate to... Uh, yeah, he basically, the I, I believe
0: his original origin, now don't, somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, if anybody listens to this, tell us if I'm wrong, but I believe it's in Vietnam and he actually gets a piece of landmine, he steps on a landmine, or somebody near him steps on a landmine, and he's actually, I think, imprisoned by the Mandarin. But it might not be the Mandarin. It might just be like Hydra or something. I think but I think you're in the right ballpark. He's so supposed thi- to build them a weapon in in much the same way. He's supposed to be building them
1: something. And instead he builds the Iron Man suit and escapes. And they cover that in the trailer. Which as a yes. fan of Iron Man you're probably like oh shit. Because like, you know you got Iron Man. You can go a million ways with it. It's like most of the Marvel and DC characters. They have such a wide variety of stories. and And like rewrites and reboots. That you can just kind of just make up your own shit as long as you hit the hit the checkpoints yes but the fact that they went with the core original essential origin story yeah
0: basically we're just like well he can't be from vietnam because then he would be like in his 60s so like right. just what's the current conflict there we yeah. go done
1: middle eastern stand. and they give yes. you that in the tra- they give you that in the trailer uh uh so that you go oh shit they they know it plus i think almost the world would agree with me that in terms of nailing superhero casting yes. uh robert downey jr as tony stark is one of the top i mean just one of the yeah, best yeah
0: he is he plays that role like so perfectly possibly because you know i i think he was able to draw on some of his own experiences when he kind of went off the rails and <laughs> yeah uh, you know and like almost disappeared from acting and now is like one of the richest actors of all time because of these is iron man
1: not a biopic i'm sorry yeah Yes. Uh,
0: wait so you're telling me robert downey jr didn't build a robot suit in the middle of middle eastern stand i am i am furious
1: (laughs) but no, you will be
0: receiving a letter from my lawyers mr downey jr
1: but just to stick to your point yeah they definitely like they gave you all this like hey We really thought this out. We did the original origin story. We found the perfect person. Uh, It's funny in the trailer. There's, like, shit blowing up. Like, go see this.
0: They don't really, like, lay out to be like, here's the plot of the movie. You you don't really understand what's going to happen. You just get the idea. He comes out, and he becomes Iron Man. And they do work in your favorite thing, which is they play Iron Man in the trailer. Uh, Titular songs are the worst. Or the best. If it's, I guess maybe like a James Bond film, but only then if it's *Live and Let Die*.
1: This may be a contention, uh, a point of contention between the two of us. Also, when are we going to start our Why, James because Bond she, podcast? Like a different James Bond
0: movie? There's already <laughs> a James Bond podcast. Damn it! That you could never beat. <laughs> if you never listen to it, James Bonding with Matt Myra and Matt Gorley. Oh right,
1: yes, that's a fantastic podcast.
0: Yes, especially when Matt Gorley does his imitation of Ian Fleming. I wish that was just a whole <laughs> podcast of him just talking like that. Anyways. Uh, Moving on to our worst. I'm going to go first this time. Yeah, Uh, fire it off. My my first worst is a a trailer we've already talked about and hopefully you guys have watched is the 1989 Batman trailer. (laughs) Yeah, it's atrocious. It is not a good trailer on any level. It doesn't really explain Batman. It doesn't really explain the movie. It's just a series of clips from the film with like no score behind them. Just whatever score is in the background of the clip. Yeah. So it's just like music and sound effects just abruptly start and stop throughout this trailer. It's just a mess from like top to bottom. You know what
1: you could do with that trailer? If you re-uploaded it to YouTube with the title My Favorite Batman Clips, like all lowercase, and then gave it like a Windows Movie Maker intro where it said the same thing, or it was like misspelled, and, yes. it made, it, and it made it look like it was just somebody's like dumb youtube clip that they made for no reason where they just mashed together favorite parts of batman and it sounds almost like it was made by an insane person that is what the trailer se- feels like it's it's mashed together nonsense yeah w- it's w- just w- like all over the place
0: and not even in a way like you know like you, i'm used to trailers being cut together to form like you know like i said the captain america they use the dialogue from it to basically explain this is just the most random series of shots and dialogue that does not link anything together. So it's just like one scene of the Joker saying something and then the next scene like Alfred's talking but not like in any way that you could draw a parallel. You're just like, oh, I guess he's a butler. It's just so
1: weird. Yeah, it doesn't accomplish either goal. It doesn't do what I said earlier where it establishes a tone and a vibe and and, and, and a visual aesthetic and then lets you sort of film the rest and get interested, which is the best way to do a trailer. And it doesn't even do what the worst trailers do, which is just give you the wiki notes of the story. It does neither of those things. I don't know what the story is. I don't know anything about the vibe. I just know that there's like a mobster and a Batman, and uh, I guess a woman that the the, the, the mobster's dating. And um, Yes. At some point he's wearing shine. clown makeup.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just all over the place. It just feels like at the time they were just like, this looks like no other movie that's been made, so we're just going to show all of these random clips for people to be like, holy shit, this movie looks like so unique, I want to see it. I, that's like the only thing I could think, is they were just like, put in as many random clips, including starting the trailer with the climax of the film.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> what the hell? So just all in all, mistakes in every quadrant, just complete misfire in that trailer, I agree. If only they had ended it with, like, uh, Bat-Dance at some point
0: in the trailer. Maybe That, that should have just been the
1: good. trailer. Why wasn't that just, like, the trailer? Like
0: <laughs> It should have just been Prince playing Bat-Dance. And <laughs> then just have... at
1: the end, it's like, this is based on a movie. It should have been Prince in his living room, which, of course, is, like, lush and just, like, velveted from floor to floor. Just, like, uh, uh, just telling you, like, hey, Batman, his parents died. He fights the Joker. Cause see
0: I... I know I look like I'm four or five, but I'm at least four seven, guys.
1: <laughs> that that would have been a better trailer. I would have, uh, yeah, I would have
0: been like, I got to see this movie. Also, I didn't know Prince was so short. <laughs> now, now, what'd you pick for your worst? Uh,
1: my next two uh, are unfair. The same way that you chose modern films as your best, which you felt was unfair because we've certainly re- refined our art of trailers. I went backwards to find the worst and found movies that, in, that themselves were fucking awful. Uh, and their trailers are even worse, and nothing establishes that harder than the goddamn Punisher 2004 film trailer. I it, swear oh, it to God. It. And, and and both of my bad movies have a similar through thread, which is they both use the song "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor,"
0: which cannot stand that song in Fuck. general. I hate that song could no. not stand it when it
1: came out can't stand it now and I will see the trailer I'm just like Ugh. just to paint this for you the Punisher trailer is a minute 40 I want to say um, it, it begins with about 35 seconds of that barbecue that Frank Castle is at with his family reunion um, you don't need all that time <laughs> it's a trailer yeah. you could just show him smiling with his wife I've got it but they save 35 seconds for that. Then they go into like a like a brief shot of the villain just like throwing a glass at a wall, and then it is 45 seconds of with the bodies at the floor and explosions and guns and not even any like cool segments really. No. Like and- Thomas Jane, John Travolta. They castle dead. Whatever it takes. Whatever it costs. This is not revenge. <laughs> It's
0: punishment. And, and John Travolta doing what could only be scribe, described as him when he's supposed to be Caster Troy and face off. Like, he's doing the over the top version of himself. Like, I'm just like, oh, I guess he just decided from now on he's just going to keep
1: playing that role. It's, it's so bad. It's it, Yeah, it's in that phase where John Travolta was just doing weird villains all the time. It, yeah. It, with bad haircuts <laughs> yes oh. and, and, and yeah, yeah. And, and and usually when someone uses like little body to the floor it's like for a second but this lasts for the entire remainder of the trailer they, they play almost the whole fucking song in this trailer it's garbage plus like all the shots and then there's a weird voiceover it looks like somebody made it at home uh, like it looks like the person in charge of it forgot to do this, and then on Monday morning, they came down to get the trailer, and he was like, oh, fuck, and just, like, chucked it together. I oh, I was supposed find. to do that today?
0: <laughs> it's It, it feels like, like somebody came down, and they were like, all right, we need to make a trailer for the Punisher, and he's like, all right, well, what do you want in it? And they were like, well, we got to say that his family's been killed, so put in a bunch of clips of, you know, his extended family and everybody who, for some reason, comes to this party and then, I don't know, just find any shot of him with a gun, a knife, another gun. It's just like a series of shots of him holding guns. Not yeah, even necessarily firing them. Right. And just in no random order. He's just sometimes dressed as the Punisher, sometimes not. Just has a shotgun at one point. You're just
1: like, what the hell's going on? Because that movie's dog shit. But at oh, least it's so bad. At least at points as times where he's like kicking a door in and shooting the guy in the face. Like, that's fun but they don't even have that in the trailer yeah he's just like pointing a shotgun he's he's pointing an Uzi he's like pointing a gun and then an explosion goes off he's drawing back a bow and arrow and then it cuts away like what give us something like at the Fuck. end they
0: cut back to him holding a shotgun from the beginning of the movie where he's wearing like the, the beach wear yeah it's just like I'm like that's the shot you chose to
1: end the trailer on like not a shot of him in full Punisher gear him, him wounded in a Tommy Bahama shirt on a dock <laughs> it was, it was how they decided to end that fucking trailer god damn it guys people can (laughs) relate well what what about you what was your what was one of your worst
0: trailers now this last one may make it some people angry or it'll be very surprising i put this as a worst not because the trailer is necessarily bad it's a fine trailer but when i saw it i was like eh, i was just indifferent about seeing this film which is ironic because i love this movie and the movie was guardians of the galaxy you son of a bitch Love this movie. Perf- I just think it's a perfect film. <laughs> me too. Uh, I own the soundtrack. I just everything about this movie is great. The trailer to me felt like it was so jokey that I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to see this movie. Huh. It Has like the weird. St- I'm talking about the trailer, which is like them on the con- like the conveyor belt, and yeah, see Riley is like describing each one of them, and there's all these little silly jokes, and you know, there's a couple of shots of them doing stuff, but like the shots they don't say anything really about the movie they're just some scenes of them shooting and doing you know acting or just you know general stuff and they show a couple shots of the villain and then the end is just basically like the guy like what a bunch of douchebags or whatever and i'm just like uh oh, i don't i don't like this like it made me think i was like oh if this is the trailer they put together I don't know if this movie is going to be any good. And then, you know, I saw the movie and I was like, oh, wow, that was just not a very good trailer for a very good film.
1: Yeah, I think I totally get what you're saying. Like, it was very much like a, 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 a polarizing concept where they're just like, oh, let's show everybody and, like, have them all do a little bit. Uh, but, fuck, I, I don't know. I, I, I recall still liking it. I, I, don't, I totally get what you're saying, but I, I'm not sure if I'm, like, on board with, uh, well, I mean, with I
0: shouldn't audio. say that it's like, like yeah. it's not a bad trailer. It's a fine trailer. It does its sure. job. But to me, you know, especially in the modern era, when I see like a Marvel trailer, like I get, like, I'm like, ooh, I'm, you know, I get excited. Like when I saw the Ant Man trailer, I was like, ooh, that looks like a, I want to see that movie. And I, I don't really give a shit about Ant Man at all.
1: Right. And I was
0: like, really just disinterested in the film when they announced it. I was like, wow, that's the next movie they picked of all the characters. That's an odd choice. But the trailer, I was like, oh, I want to see that movie. And that movie was, fu- you know, a good movie. But, this one, I was just like, oh, what a, you know... It just seemed like such an odd choice, the trailer. But I guess maybe they had to do it because nobody knows who the Guardians are. since you know, I mean, they weren't really a comic since, like, the 80s or whatever. They had kind of fallen off into non-existence. It just, to me, was like a trailer that was just like a non-starter. I saw it, and I was just like, eh. You know, a lot of these movies, like you said, you'll watch the trailer, and then you immediately watch it again and again and again, you know? This just was not that trailer for me.
1: Yeah, it doesn't pack in, like... The world or much of like the action that you expect to see it gives you just like oh like here's a profile of the characters which is different but yeah i see what you're saying but okay yeah
0: yeah i mean there's don't get good submission t- there are tons of worse trailers but i wanted to pick something that for me was just sort of like a eh, you know
1: um i'm sure i'll get hate mail <laughs> Well, to wrap this up, uh, I gotta go to my last one. And I promised you, it also had let the bodies hit the floor. Uh, so, say hello to the Daredevil fucking trailer.
0: I hated this movie when it came out. Well, of course. couldn't Everyone it. hated it. When I left the theater, I was so pissed. I'm Watching this trailer again, I was like, wow, this movie actually seems worse than I
1: remember. Exactly. That's the thing, is the movie's bad. But the trailer is atrocious because it is—it's it, like a couple scenes of action, and then it's like a voiceover being like, "But you won't believe who it is!" And then they cut to a blind guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just ugh. like that's not the bit about like Daredevil. It's like how, how ha ha he's blind. Like it's it's like a punchline to the trailer. It's a, what a terrible and way. It's it like a
0: it. horrible punchline to be like. Guess what? You thought blind people were barely even humans. Well, this guy's... You know what I mean? It's just like, you're like, that's not cool, guys. like... <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be like the way they play it up is almost as if to be like, you you know, this guy, can you believe it's this guy? And I'm like... Hey, How like,
1: the hell is it blind guy? The handicap can't be superheroes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Get it? Wah, wah. And then, uh... And then it also opens... Don't worry, they can't see this trailer. <laughs> It opens with, like, a crime scene where the Daredevil had been, and someone, like, ignites a bunch of gasoline that spells out his name. And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that You guys mean the it. lawyer, right? The lawyer? <laughs> the lawyer spray, sprayed gasoline everywhere, and then, so cops would let it on unf- fire. In a crime what? scene where he let the the criminal he was trying to catch be crushed by a
0: subway train. Yeah he left so the bodies he, hit this the floor guy, this guy has been murdered essentially <laughs> and he's like I'll leave my calling card it's like, <laughs> that makes you a murderer you yeah, that, this guy that
1: doesn't leave mixed messages the guy with devil in his name <laughs> also the origin shows him doing bad CGI like cartwheels and the, the opening link, uh, narration says he can hear a sound or he can hear it before it makes a sound he can hear it before it makes a sound
0: he can sense it before it happens
1: no he can't he hears it when it makes a sound that's it's like how one that's how that's sound it, works that's how a sound works and then the next one is like he knows it before it happens again not precognition just good senses like he's Great Senses, yeah you're explaining the character incorrectly. Yeah, they're like, remember Spider-Man? It's like that,
0: except for, uh, not really at all, but who gives a shit?
1: Also, nobody hears anything before
0: the sound. That's what the sound is! (laughs) That was like a real Zen Cohen in the middle of the trailer. If you get splashed in the eye with radioactive waste, can you hear sounds before they
1: happen? (laughs) That's confusing, and you're already introducing new superpowers. Don't explain them badly. Holy Jesus! And then it, it has a little montage of him like essentially sexually harassing Electra, uh, where he like chases her down and like repeatedly grabs at her and yanks her from walking away and demanding to know what her name is. Yeah, which it's, is it's fucking creepy. creepy. Yeah, it's awkward. And then they, they, they nail down one of the worst like action like 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 um, uh, tropes of the ni- like late nineties early two thousands, which is we fucking loved to have action sequences with motorcycles. Like we'd loved that so much that Mission Impossible movie, uh, uh, this uh, the Matrix movie Yeah, uh, they all have these it's like, just
0: like they were just like you know what's cool? Fuck cars, man. Motorcycles. Just, There's only
1: two wheels. We wrap them and then you jump off of them and like we we were obsessed with that in the other 2000s. And what does Daredevil have for some fucking reason? Motorcycle stunts. But Daredevil and, uh, may have like the absolute Worse, Like
0: the one in Mission Impossible, you're like, well, those two guys would be instantly killed by the impact of slamming into each other. Their bones would just like shatter. Yeah, this one Daredevil like jumps off of the motorcycle, kicks a guy and somehow flips like in the opposite direction. Like it's like the motorcycle would have continued to propel him forward. So he can't jump off and go like a whole other direction. He would still have that momentum. He was well, like it, touching the motorcycle.
1: If he can hear sounds before they're sounds, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Apparently, True, gravity affects him not at all. <laughs> And he leaves before gravity can do anything about it.
0: Gravity's like, oh shit,
1: he's blind. <laughs> he's yeah, he's blind. He defies space and time. There's no I'm way the he announcer. can be a
0: superhero. He's blind. Gravity it, just lets him do whatever.
1: It sounded like the announcer just sort of watched the trailer and then was like, oh, I, I don't know what this is. I'll just make it up.
0: Well, it sounds like he watched the movie and was just like, oh my god, I, I can't even tell what happened because this was terrible. I,
1: I blacked out. Yeah, this is also a time where, if I didn't make it clear, a minute of this, a minute and a half trailer is let the body to the floor playing Which on a loop. Which does
0: not work. Like, it, Punisher, I'm like, that at least makes sense because he's yeah. killing a bunch of people. Daredevil's not. He only kills one guy due to incompetence. Yeah, that's a good point. He's not murdering people.
1: Why not the fuck that many is that? people
0: die in that movie? I think. Jeez. Jesus Christ. I think the guy Daredevil fucks up in saving
1: his dad and uh, Elektra's dad. That's it. I don't think anybody else dies in that movie. Oh boy! Well, you can't. We can't go anywhere worse than Daredevil. So that's, that's that that's is true. Wrap that's another
0: reason why I had to pick Guardians. Ben grabbed two of the worst films and was like, yeah. "These are my choices." I was like, "Well, I'm out of shitty movies that I know about." I dove
1: straight to the bottom of the barrel first. And, yeah, uh, and <laughs> I,
0: tried, I you, you didn't dive to the bottom of the barrel. You picked the barrel up and looked underneath of it. <laughs>
1: Found the runoff that went into the Yeah, bucket. you're like, yeah. ooh, look at this. <laughs> it's
0: mutated some fungus. Well, I think that's going to be it for this mini episode. Uh, not one, so many, huh? No, this one was pretty lengthy for once. We actually had some, some stuff to talk about. Uh, next week, or next time, maybe we'll have, you know, we're going to try to come up with some more theme things for us to talk about so it's not yep. just us reading the news. Uh, you can, of course, join in our conversation. We're going to be watching The Crow next, so you can leave your comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash naospod. That's our, also our handle on Twitter. And uh, feel free to follow us there. You can follow Ben at the Pony on Twitter, and I am itspopes on Twitter. So join in, tell us what you think, and come back next week where we'll be talking about The Crow. Make
1: sure to do, let those bodies hit the floor.